Hey listeners, this is Blake again. I just wanted to take this time at the beginning of the episode to let you know about what's going to be happening in the next couple of weeks. We are going to be running some new episodes called Question Time. Question Time is going to be focused solely on Year 12 preparation for the HSC. So we're still going to be talking about historical topics, but it's going to be focused on practice questions that you're going to get in the HSC. Um, For example, the first two that we're going to be tackling is to what extent did Deng Xiaoping transform China? And then another one is assessing how the uh, Berlin Wall, its construction and the Cuban Missile Crisis contributed to the development of the Cold War. Um, I'm going to be taking a back seat and just simply producing these episodes because the kids are really up to the point where they can really run the show themselves, which is absolutely excellent. It's the best outcome for this project. So there's going to be some changing hosts. I'm still going to be doing some shows, speaking to other curious people and throwing it in when we have the time. But the next couple of weeks, especially if you're a HSC student, this is going to be invaluable for thinking about how you're going to construct your argument, hear some evidence, um, and really just throw some stuff against the wall and see what sticks. So I really hope you enjoy Question Time. Uh, Hello everyone, my name's Luke Wilson. I'll be hosting the Modern History HSC podcast today. And uh, the question for today is relating to the Cold War and it is assess the impact of two of the following on the development of the Cold War. The Berlin Wall, 1961, Cuba, 1962, and Czechoslovakia, 1968. Now, I'll give you just a brief overview of the events occurring at these times in these places. And so first off, we've got the Berlin Wall. In 1961 is when the Berlin Wall is being built, basically, and um, separating East and West Germany. And then we've got the... Cuba in 1962, which is the Cuban Missile Crisis, which we've got this sort of tense military standoff where the Soviets are putting missiles in Cuba. And then Czechoslovakia in 1968 is when the Warsaw Pact allies invade Czechoslovakia. And under that, you've got sort of like Brezhnev Brezhnev Doctrine things and sort of like um, a lot of the... Soviet states and things didn't um, like that very much. And you've got this sort of Western divide and the Sino-Soviet split and all that sort of happening at that point. Um, I'll just pass off to Sam and Riley, who we've got guests today. And I'll just ask Sam first, which of these three, which two would you pick to do this question? Everybody, Sam here. Um, And in regards to the question, the two... Uh, events that I choose as the most impactful would have to be the Cuban Missile Crisis and the Berlin Wall. Riley. Hi, um, it's Riley. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel the same as Sam. Um, the Cuban Missile Crisis and Berlin Wall, I feel um, we'll um, heavily discuss today as they... Yeah, <laughs> I'm pass back to Luke. Uh, personally, I'd choose the Berlin Wall and Cuba mainly because 
the Czechoslovakia in 1968, I don't know as much about. And also, well, therefore, I won't be able to, you know, bring up as much information and understand it quite as well. So personally, if I was doing this question, I'd just pick the ones that I feel uh, most strongly about because they're all very impactful on the Cold War. So there's no real, like, this one's better than the other one. They all have their... Uh, impacts. So we'll probably start off with the Berlin Wall in 1961 because that's the earliest one. And um, I'll just pass off to Sam to give a quick overview of what's going on and sort of the impacts of what's happening at this time. Yeah, in the question after we'd introduced the two, uh, Cuba and Berlin, we'd probably start with a appeal paragraph on Berlin. And for me, the first, um, like the thesis, the opening statement would just um, say Berlin Wall played a major role in ensuring that the Cold War would never explode into a full conflict, uh, thus proving crucial in the next Cold War crisis, and that, which was the Cuba Missile Crisis. And the Berlin Wall, then you start to go into talking about how it did, it split the east, um, east and, and west in Berlin to almost... Uh, remove the opportunity for invasion through Berlin uh, from the US and stuff to keep the Soviets more protected. Um, and then I'd say the Berlin Wall, it remains a powerful uh, and enduring symbol of the Cold War. And then just talk about the, the peace conferences in, in Yalta and Potsdam that decided that the started the split of German territories into four allied occupational zones and they were split between Germany, US, Great Britain and then eventually France. Yeah well on that sort of a note the Berlin Wall is really a very very strong symbol of East versus West because you've got on one side the Allies and then just a wall in the middle separating them from the Soviets and so it's sort of this uh, forefront during the Cold War of a lot of the conflicts and stuff. And it also um, was there to stop mass defects. So obviously with the Soviets, you've got a lot of um, dictatorships and stuff. And sometimes uh, the population doesn't really agree with what the leaders are deciding. So it was there to also stop people from escaping from the Soviets. And then you've also got it separated families as another impact. And really it was a, a very strong sort of physical symbol of the divide between the Soviets and the uh, allies during this time. Riley, have you got any points to bring up? Um, just to elaborate off what you and Sam have been saying, as like people would symbolise um, the wall as encasing um, West Berlin as an island in a communist um, territory. And this would have like erased many impacts for um, the people that lived in Berlin, as like you were saying, um, separating families, jobs were ruined, like or, or job opportunities were cut off. And, but this was all kind of um, counteracting to the um, point of the war. Um, preventing a uh, potential nuclear war. Yeah, for sure. Um, and from that, I think 
after we'd explained that, we'd, we'd go into some quotes. And I've got two here from either president. I've got from Kennedy. When um, the war was uh, obviously rumoured to be put up, he said, we would much rather a war than a war. So it just, I think it just proved how Pen, uh, Kennedy uh, was more focused on keeping the peace between communists and, and the capitalists and didn't um, didn't really want a nuclear war because obviously they, he knew that they were both in possession of nu- nuclear weaponry. And then Khrushchev, when um, referring to the existence of West Berlin after the war, he said, stuck like a bone in the Soviet throat, which I think really um, displays the discomfort and the and the hate towards uh, his opposing um, uh, regime in capitalism. Yeah, so we've got a lot of um, impacts there. It was really an impactful uh, time when the Berlin Wall was being established. And um, I think you've summed up a lot of the points quite well. And we've also got some evidence there in the quotes. You just want to just give, does Riley want to just give a quick overview of what happened in Cuba, and then we'll start discussing points and all that sort of thing. Um, yeah, uh, I might uh, see if I can get Sam to um, give me give us a quick overview, as I'm a bit unsure in um, some of the, uh, um, what would you say, points that um, erased the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think we'd, we'd start off by just stating that the Cuban Missile Crisis, it was a strenuous period during the Cold War, uh, as it imposed a very confronting life or death scenario. And this was due to one wrong move that, or a split-second decision by a general that could have changed the sequence of life um, as we know it today. And obviously, um, MAD, the mutually assured destruction, was an event that occurred uh, during the Cuban Missile Crisis where if... Um, if one country would have set off their nuclear weapons, the other would as well, which would um, eventually lead to uh, nuclear destruction, which would destroy a lot of countries and, and the world in general. And I think some events that um, proved vital throughout the Cuban Missile Crisis was the ship, shipping of um, uh, Soviet missiles to Cuba to try and reinforce their defences and almost give them a heads up um, if the US were to prove to attack um, the US they would have uh, missiles a lot closer to them uh, the same as how the US has had uh, mis- uh, nuclear weapons in Italy and, and Turkey um, the, the biggest part was there was an intense six days um, throughout the Cold War, um, Cold War period um, in relation to the Cuban Missile Crisis. And October 22nd was when the U.S. Um, Navy would attempt to intercept ships from the USSR to Cuba, which was a naval blockade, which uh, Khrushchev and the Soviet Union saw as a almost attempt to start war. They believed that they, the U.S. had no right to attempt to block them in international waters, and they had uh, more than every right to ship um, resources and and weapons to their ally. And 
Yeah, I think that um, the, the neg negotiations that were brought from that um, event let, started to lead into detente where the, they began to start calling off and, and talking about ways that they can cooperate and de-stress the situation of the missile crisis. Yeah, I think those are uh, some great points there. I'd like to say Cuba is um, this era, this period in 1962 with the Cuban Missile Crisis is really there's like two points we can sort of look at and it's kind of the first instance of mutually assured destruction where the US was relatively safe with the technology that was available at the time with um, the missiles and the nuclear weapons, but then suddenly... They've had this realization, you know, the Soviets have moved missiles into Cuba, which is much closer and also gives them, I think it was something like five minutes notice before, you know, a bomb can go off and take them out. So it is a period of huge stress for the US because suddenly they're under threat, whereas beforehand it wasn't as big of a threat. You know, they had time and all that sort of thing. And it was very sudden like it's not like they realized beforehand that the soviets were going to put missiles in cuba they realized when the missiles were in cuba so they didn't have very long to um to negotiate and all that sort of thing and then like you said with the blockade that also made things even more tense because the soviets saw that more as an act as an act of war than anything else where really jfk was mainly trying to find a peaceful solution to the issue at hand and then you can look at the other side of it which is near the ending of the cuban missile crisis when they're beginning to cooperate and um they're taking missile the us is taking missiles out of turkey that um yeah like you said it's the beginning of this detente period after the jfk you've got nixon and that de developing that so there's two sort of impacts where the us realizes that they are going to have to confront the issue and start cooperating with the Soviets a lot more heavily. Riley, is there any points you'd like to add? Um, just off what you're saying about the impacts of um, how US um, was kind of taking this um, crisis is that in all, like the facts are that um, the missiles were only 200 um, kilometers away from Florida, which like you said, would um, be only about five minutes before a bomb could go off. And um, America had to kind of find ways to deal with this sort of um, threat and um, fear. And they would like create, um, what would you say? Um, oh, like safety measures such as duck and cover to, um, to kind of, um, settle the people of the us as they never really experienced this sort of um threat or like um the potential war before and i feel that that's a um great impact that would have um erased during this time and um i don't really not too educated on the um impacts of the soviet union side of things or the cuba but maybe if um sam would want to Speak about that. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll just come back and I'll say that the movement of the missiles was also a more effective strategy for the USSR because um, Khrushchev jokingly stated once that he could shoot a rocket 
they were so accurate that he could shoot a nuclear rocket and hit a fly 8,000 miles away. But obviously, um, they weren't as crash hot as he believed them to be. So, But his intermediate and medium-range missiles were a lot more effective and accurate. So the placement of them in Cuba would allow them to take out a lot more states in the U.S. in a much shorter time period, um, thus not giving them enough time to to react and to shoot um, nuclear weapons to both the Russia and um, to Cuba. Uh, great work, Sam. So we've got um, those sort of points going on. Is there any evidence that uh, either of you two dug up on Cuban Missile Crisis, like quotes or that sort of stuff? Um, not, uh, not, not a direct quote, but I did read that there were two um, generals from both the US government and the USSR government that practically went behind the president's back to negotiate a, a, a peace kind of um, a peace kind of conversation where they uh, discussed the removal of um, uh, nuclear weapons from Turkey and Italy uh, by the US. Um, so then the Soviets could then remove their nuclear weapons from Cuba and they could move back to just having them in their, in their, on their own soil. Yeah, that's another thing. And also with what Riley brought up with the duck and cover, that sort of campaign is, uh, impact in developing the Cold War because the U S people hadn't really felt threatened before by the Cold War, they hadn't felt like directly threatened. And then with the duck and cover campaign, you've obviously got the US people trying to push the leaders to work something out. Like they don't want to feel threatened. So there's a lot of um, pressure on JFK at this point. And yeah, so I just want to bring up the question again. So we've got assess the impact of two of the following on the development of the Cold War. And we'll just sort of go over an overview uh, of what we've discussed with the Berlin Wall and Cuba, sort of like just key points on the impacts and how they helped to develop the Cold War going forward. Yeah, for sure. By starting with the Berlin Wall in 1961, it, it was impactful as it proved crucial in the next stages of the Cold War. It was a big part in the separation between the US um, and the USSR and their allies and leading into the Cuban Missile Crisis, which was a, probably um, one of the more confronting periods throughout the Cold War where if one one person made the wrong move or a split-second decision, the, everyone's life could have been a lot more different and we wouldn't um, have the history we do today. Riley, is there anything you'd like to say? Um, yeah, I... I... Extremely agree with um, Sam and what he said. Like, um, the Berlin Wall was a real eye opener in the potentials of what could happen in like the events of a nuclear fallout. And the Cuban Missile Crisis kind of leads into uh, what would you say? Um, the like, oh, I don't know how to word it. Detente. Yeah, like detente and like the introduction of mutually assured destruction and the ways that they try to prevent these like um extreme measures of war yeah 
So basically, just to really sum it up, you've got the Berlin Wall is uh, impactful because it's the divide between the East and West, really the forefront of the Cold War where, yeah, there's just an actual physical rendition of the separation between uh, East and West, the Allies and the Soviets. And then the Cuba obviously is uh, impactful because of the fact that it's the first instance where the US has been under real threat, mutually assured destruction, but also because moving forward, you get that detente period and the beginning of US and Soviet relations really starting to open the bridge for uh, what we see in the future with uh, the Soviets and US starting to actually directly communicate with each other instead of just this sort of chess game where you've got reacting to reactions. I'd just like to sum up by thanking the boys for coming on and maybe they can just sign off. Yeah, thanks for having us. Um... Yeah, this was a great um, opportunity to discuss these um, questions. And, yeah, hit a like, <laughs> comment, and I'm signing off. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.